Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. A bit of a warning here, at this point in the Superman broadcasting, our collection of episodes gets a little bit spotty. This Midnight Intruder storyline has 13 parts, but we only have 8 of them. We have 1, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 13. We apologize for the inconvenience. Faster than a speeding bullet! More powerful than a locomotive! Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound! Superman, strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here's an important message. Yes, this is a very important message. In fact... Now, hey, hold on there a minute, young man. Since when are you the announcer on this program? Oh, just for today. Because it's kind of special. You know, Thanksgiving Day. I'm supposed to introduce somebody. Okay. Fellows and girls, here's Jimmy Olsen, our very special Thanksgiving Day announcer. Thank you. And hello, everybody. The only reason I've taken over this job is because I've got a special guest who wants to give you his Thanksgiving Day greeting in person. He was supposed to be here about five minutes ago, but I suppose something held him up. Well, in the meantime, I'll... Hello, Jim. Oh, golly, here he is. Superman in person. Sorry to be late, Jim. Oh, that's all right. Better late than never. Well, the gang's waiting to hear from you, so go ahead. Well, I don't really have much to say, Jim, except to point out to all our friends that of the many holidays we celebrate, Thanksgiving Day is the only real American holiday. Of course, you know how it started. Sure, by the pilgrims. That's right. Pilgrims were giving thanks for having found in America a safe and peaceful haven. And ever since then, we Americans have been celebrating that day of Thanksgiving for just the same reason. This year, we have a special reason for being thankful we're Americans, living in a free country. Boy, and how. Poor kids in Norway and Greece and and even France can't have much to be thankful for these days. Oh, you're right, Jim, they haven't. That's why we here in America shouldn't take our blessings too lightly. We've become so accustomed to being free and doing as we please that we can't imagine anything else. Now, most of us had crisp brown turkey for dinner today, or we'll have it later tonight. Turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce and potatoes and dessert, all we could eat. In Norway today, a family of eight is sharing one pound of horse meat. In Greece, starving boys of your own age, Jim, are digging through the Nazi garbage dumps looking for scraps of dry bread. Well, that tells the story. And there's only one thing all of us can say, and we should say it from the bottom of our hearts. Thank God for America. And now, the adventures of Superman. Superman, in his disguise of Clark Kent, is now trying to solve what is probably the most baffling mystery of his career. This is the story so far. Ten people bought plaster reproductions of a famous statue at Kramer's department store in Metropolis. Nine of these people, including Lois Lane and Perry White, have had their homes broken into by a mysterious intruder who smashed their statues into a thousand bits. 
Strangest of all, one man who saw the vandal claimed he wore a clown's costume. A woman said he was dressed as a pirate. A third person claimed the midnight intruder wore a Mickey Mouse suit. In our last episode, we heard how Superman managed to get hold of the tenth statue, which had so far not been broken. As we join them now, the clock is just striking midnight. Superman, as Clark Kent, and Jimmy Olsen are waiting in Kent's apartment for the strange intruder to show up. Listen. This is sure some mystery, Mr. Kent. It's bad enough this crazy guy goes around breaking statues, but when he dresses up like Mickey Mouse or a clown... What was that? Jump in Jiminy, Mr. Kent. Look. Out there in the fire escape. A man. A man dressed in a clown suit. He's peering in through the window. Get down, Jimmy. Gosh, that face is scary. It's so... So white. That big red smile painted on it. Shh. He's opening the window. He's climbing in. Quiet, Jim, for heaven's sake. I can't help it. Look, he's walking over toward the statue on the table. He's picking it up. Yes, and he's examining it. Examining it very carefully. <laughs> At last. The tenth statue. And the last. No, to break it into a million fragments. Hey, here, Jim. Oh, no, you don't give me that. Oh, let me go. Let go. My just as well take it easy, my friend. Fighting isn't going to get us anywhere. Blast you. Let me go. Let me back. Boy, you hit him with a wallop almost as good as Superman. Oh, lucky punch. Looks like I've knocked him cold. Turn on the light, Jim. Yeah. Golly, Mr. Kent. You grabbed that statue out of his hand just as he was dashing it to the ground. Seemed like you covered the whole length of the room in a second. Oh, nonsense, Jim. Nonsense. It was the moonlight playing tricks with your eyes, that's all. Huh, looks like Toto the Clown, or whatever he calls himself, is coming, too. Maybe he'll be in the mood for talking now. Oh, what hit me? Well, never mind that. Unless you want to get hit again, you'd better start answering a few questions. First, why have you been going about town, breaking into people's apartments, and smashing statues? Well? <laughs> because I hate them. I hate them, that's why. Well, why in the world would you hate a statue? They're perfectly harmless, inanimate things. What grudge could you bear against the statue? Oh, mother, 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 pin a rose on me, for I'm to be queen of the land. What in the name of... <laughs> Mr. Kent, this guy's crazy. Or pretending to be crazy. All right, friend, just snap out of it. Now, what's this all about? Why have you been going about smashing these statues? Why does a chicken cross the road? Because I hate chickens. I hate chickens, you hear that? No, I don't. I hate statues. Yes, that's it. I hate statues. Let me get my hands on that statue. I'll show you how I hate them. I'll break that statue into a million bits. Stop that. He's crazy, Mr. Kent. Nutty as a fruitcake. Well, he may be, but I don't think so. All right, if you won't tell me why you've been smashing these statues, what's the reason for the costume? Why are you wearing that clown outfit? And what about the pirate costume, the Mickey Mouse suit? Ah, there is the question. What question? To be or not to be? No. That's not the question. The question is... Am I one man wearing three costumes or three men wearing one costume? Or possibly one costume wearing three men. It's all very confusing. It certainly is. This guy isn't making sense, Mr. Kent. Maybe he'll make better sense down at police headquarters. All right, clown, come along. But I'm to be queen of the bay, mother. But I'm to be Jumping queen of Jiminy. the bay. Mr. Kent, are you going to leave the statue here? I don't know what else I can do with it, Jim. The statues. I hate statues. Let me get my hands on that one. I know, Jim. I'll lock it in this closet over here. Think it'll be safe there? I'm sure of it. Someone tried to break into this closet once before and couldn't. Got a good, strong lock. There we are. Door's locked and I've got the key. 
So now, gentlemen, shall we make police headquarters our next stop? Suits me. And me. I'll go anywhere at all so long as they have statues to break. And clocks. I love to break clocks. Look out, here, boys. That little clock. Stop. Stop. Oh. <laughs> he is crazy, Mr. Kent. He's stock Raven May. Doc Mason says he's busy, but he'll get down here to police headquarters as quick as he can. Excellent, Sergeant. Dr. Mason, you say, is the alienist you use in all cases of this sort? Yeah. He's not attached to the force in any way. We sort of got a deal. Uh -huh. He likes to examine nuts, and we like to have some idea whether they're nuts or not before our regular men take over. I see. Mr. Kent, what's an alienist? An alienist is a psychiatrist, Jim, a doctor who specializes in diseases of the mind. Oh, I see. I'll say one thing. That guy certainly acts crazy. Shouldn't take Doc long to decide if the clown's nuts. That guy's got bachelor's belfry. What's he up to now? Trying to climb the bars of his cell and give the Tarzan yell. Well, maybe we ought to tie him down or something. He may hurt himself. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't worry about that, Sergeant. What do you mean, Kent? I'm sure that man isn't crazy. Can't use your eyes the way the guy acts for one thing. Acts is, is to... right. I'm sure he's just pretending. Well, how can you be sure, Mr. Kent? Well, of course I can't be, Jim, but well, I just have a hunch, that's all. This is police headquarters, Kent. we got to have facts, not hunches. Well... We'll know for sure as soon as Doc Mason gets in. What do you need with Mason? A guy goes around the clown's outfit smashing statues. He's in there now thinking he's Tarzan of the Apes, and you don't believe he's not? No, that doesn't prove anything, really. Now, Kent, don't you start. We don't want two patients for Doc Mason to work on. No, it's just that I've been turning this thing over in my mind ever since we caught that guy in there. You see, when these statues were smashed, the job was done by someone in three different costumes. Now, the question is, did that guy in there wear all three costumes, or are there two other men? Oh, gosh, I don't think there could be. That guy's really unique. He sure is. Oh, I'm serious about this. They're all taking this thing pretty lightly, but I don't see anything amusing about it at all. Something very strange going on here. Something a lot more serious and a lot more dangerous than we think. What, for instance? I don't know. I've been trying to figure it out, and I can't. Well, it's like every other puzzle. Find the right key, and everything will fit into place. Breaking of the statues, the various costumes worn, all of it. When Doc Mason gets here, Joe, tell him to work on Kent first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Meantime, I better go back and see how Tarzan's doing. Oh, golly. He's doing okay. Well, I'll just have to drag him down out of those trees. Good evening, Sergeant. What can I do for you? Well, I'm Dr. Squires, Dr. Mason's assistant. Oh, yeah. Doc Mason's told me about you. Uh, couldn't get here himself, huh? Yeah, no, he's much too busy. Asked me to come over instead. Uh, what sort of case have you got? You'll see. The guy's dressed in a clown's outfit, and he's been going around breaking statues. Huh. This is a new one. Uh, this guy here, Mr. Kent, he's a reporter for the Daily Planet. Yes. He says the guy ain't crazy. He's just pretending. Well, that's what we want to find out. Is he crazy or ain't he? Oh, well, it won't take long to find out. Where is he? Uh, through that door and down the corridor. I'll show no, you. No, 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 don't bother, don't bother. I'll want to be alone with him, you understand. Uh, anyone else with him? Just one of my men. Well, I'll send him back in here, if you don't mind. I can't examine the patient properly with anyone else about. It's the only way we can work. It's a delicate job, you know. Uh, is this door you said, eh? Yeah, that's right. Oh, clean up for Mary, mother, for I'm to be cleaning. Still going strong. Well, the doc will be some time. How about having some coffee with me in the squad room? Oh, that sounds fine. Come on, Jim. Lead the way, Sergeant. I'll be right with you. Just want to tell Joe to take the desk while we're going. Half an hour later, Kent, Jimmy, and the sergeant return to the desk from the squad room. Joe is sitting at the desk. He looks up as the others come in. Uh, how things going, Joe? Uh, you're back just in time. Doc Squire's just left. Yeah, what'd he say? Open and shut case. The guy's crazy and a tick. There you are, Kent. That just about washes up your theory, I guess. Yeah, I guess it does. Hmm. Well, it'll make a good story, anyway. 
Funny, I did have a feeling, though, that that fellow... Good evening, Sergeant. I made it as quickly as I could. Doc Mason. Well, I didn't think you was coming. Well, I told you I'd get down as quickly as I could make it, Sergeant. Yeah, but... Well, what about Doc Squires? Dr. Squires? What about him? Well, he just left. That's impossible. Dr. Squires is in California. What? Well, jumping grasshopper. And hey, now I'm going nuts. You mean to say that... Hey, wait a minute. What's Doc Squires look like? Short, stout, wears glasses. And Dr. Squires, who came in here, was tall and thin, and he didn't wear glasses. Well, that was not Dr. Squires. There's something strange going on here, gentlemen. I'll say there is. Come on, Doc. I want you to have a look at that guy that thinks he's a clown. Yeah, well, I'm going to right back in. Now, here's the cell. And there he is laying on that cot. Joe, give me the keys. Gosh, Mr. Kent, they don't think... Easy, Jim. Easy. Well, now we'll find out if he... Well, Doctor? It looks as if you've had the wool pulled over your eyes. You mean... Yes. Man's dead. What? He's been murdered. Well, it looks as if Clark Kent and our friends are getting deeper and deeper into a most baffling mystery. Who was the murdered man? And why was he masquerading as a crazy clown? Also, who was the man who killed him? Don't fail to hear tomorrow's thrill-packed episode. Listen in every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Tune in and follow The Adventures of Superman. By all means, don't forget to tune in to Superman tomorrow for another thrilling and exciting episode. And don't forget to talk to Mother and Dad before you go to bed tonight about making arrangements to buy war-saving stamps regularly. Start the day off right tomorrow. Buy at least one ten-cent war-saving stamp first thing after breakfast. And remember what I've told you so often on this program. Every single dime is important because all our dimes put together can go a long way to help to pay for the guns and tanks and planes and ships we need to knock out the Nazis and the Japs. And say, here's an idea. Why don't you get together with your friends tomorrow and make a joint pledge to buy war-saving stamps every time you've got a dime? In that way, you'll help Uncle Sam smash the axis, and you'll be doing your share to win this war. Faster than a speeding bullet. <coughs> More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Adventures of Superman every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Superman is directed by George Lothar and is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. This is Mutual. <laughs>